to what I'm looking at. Today is a rainy day in Austin and I'm sitting in my apartment in a squeaky chair and I thought I would look at something for you and for me. First, I'd like to mention that you can mail me. You can mail me anything you'd like that's relatively small to my P.O. box. You can mail me at emilycross slash what I'm looking at P.O. box 300836 Austin, Texas 78703 Again, that is P.O. box 300836 Austin, Texas, 78703. I really hope you'll send me something to look at. Even though the world is full of things I haven't looked at and made a podcast about, it's exciting to receive mail. Alright, on to today's topic of conversation. I am looking at brush cleaner and preserver. This brush cleaner is used to clean paintbrushes after you've been painting and you need your brush to be nice and clean. And this is a very quality brush cleaner. I recommend it. I'll first tell you about the shape. Oh gosh. It's a shape I don't know the name for. Let me count its sides. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Is that a decahedron? never good at math or geometry or whatever. Maybe it's a decagon. Decahedron or decagon. I think it's a decagon or just a ten-sided polygon. Anyway, it has ten sides and The lid is round, so there are two parts. One, the top part, is a lid, and the bottom main part, which holds the product, is a decagon. And both of these parts are made of plastic in a tanned, in a tan, you know, off-white color that looks classic and a little old-timey. The whole feeling of this product actually is old-timey. It's made to look like your grandpa also used it or some old painter person and it's been passed down throughout the years to from painter to painter and now 
It's in our house in 2019. So it's definitely got like a Cracker Barrel vibe to it. I hope you know what that means. People from outside of the United States, Cracker Barrel is a sort of, well, it's a restaurant, but it's found a lot of times on highways and it's a popular road trip destination for families, or not destination, but restaurant choice. And the big thing I remember about Cracker Barrel is that there's a huge, like, basically half of the restaurant is a gift shop. And if you're a kid going into Cracker Barrel, it's very exciting because not only are you about to get some pancakes, but also you're about to play some giant checkers and also that game where it's like golf tees and you jump over the golf tees and whoever has the last golf tee is the winner and I always won. Uh, But also there's a gift shop that has just so much candy old-timey candy like licorice or hard candy canes in different shapes and sizes and gummies and stuff. And then there's also games for sale and dolls and little wood-carving, wood-carved animals and... They sell rocking chairs also. And there's always a ton of people outside in the front in their walk in their rocking chairs. Anyway, this is not a podcast about Cracker Barrel. I just want you to know that this brush cleaner looks like it could live in the world of Cracker Barrel and that's all. So tan exterior. And the only other color on the whole package is dark brown. So we have a tanned parchment paper type color. And then a brown, like a deep burnt umber color. And it's about two and a half inches. You know, it's a circle of two and a half inches. And then it's about an inch and half high, or maybe just an inch high. A small little cute container of brush cleaner. So, I'm going to start at the top of the front, the label. Although it's not a label, it's printed directly on the plastic. Uh, So it says, Original B&J Specially Prepared. That's the first text. And the word original is in sans serif, very nondescript, all caps. And the specially prepared is smaller to the right of the B&J and it's not all caps but it is sans serif 
probably the same font as the word original. But the B and J are special, uh, very decorative, all sorts of serifs going on, old-timey, uh, sort of like saloon, saloon-type font in capital, you know, all caps. And the B and the J are shaded and also have a shadow, like a drop shadow. So it's shaded from the top to the bottom in, in the brown. There are a few lines in like an ombre effect starting from the top to the bottom. So it starts darker and then it gets to white. And then the letters have special little decorations also around. It's hard to see because it's pretty small, but they look fancy. The amber sand is just a normal uh, sans serif nondescript amber sand, though it's hardly noticeable. Under the original B&J specially prepared is, in quotes, the masters with an R circled. You know, a little R to indicate some kind of trademark thing. Uh, the masters is italicized to the right and it's in cursive very classic pretty font looks as if it could be the title card for some silent movie from the 40s and the masters is the only thing that's in quotes and under that and I should also mention the layout of this font is kind of fluid, it has a curve to it. So the masters is gently curving up and slightly down towards the end, like a little wave. And then under that we have the words brush cleaner and preserver. And this font, so now we're on our fourth font of the day. This font is in an old western type of fonts, kind of similar to the B&J font, but not as refined and also not as like fancy and elaborate, but it's a, it's a classic font that you've for sure seen before. It's got um, little spurs coming out from the, the serifs and also there's serifs where serifs shouldn't even be. Like on the L of cleaner, there's one just in the middle of the long uh, line of the back of the L, and then also one in the middle of the C. And these fonts, like the Masters and Brush Cleaner and Preserver, are all filled in with this brown color. And the Masters is not in all caps, but Brush Cleaner and Preserver 
well, the and is not, but brush cleaner, preserver, they're in all caps. And this font maybe doesn't even offer a low, lowercase option because it, I just can't imagine it. But uh, it is a, a cool old country western type of font. And it does have a drop shadow, although it's like the type of shadow that is hollow. So instead of a shadow, it's like a the line of a shadow, and then it's empty. I hope that makes sense. Moving along, down on the left-hand side of this circle... Oh, I should mention also that all of this information is contained within a circular border... And it's like a classically classic-looking border where it's a thin line and then a fat line and then a thin line again to make the circle. All sorts of interesting details on this. So on the left-hand side, we have a, a lot of words in different languages as well. So bear with me here. This is probably the same font as the original specially prepared up on the top uh and some it's all in normal normal caps so normal caps just means that the first letter of the first word is capitalized and then the rest is just lower lowercase and we have one bolded word in each language chunk. So I'll just read it to you. Gleans, colon, and that's in uh, bold, bolded. Oil paint, watercolor, acrylic, stains. Never used it for stains before. And then the next chunk, I believe, is French. This is not going to go well. Netui Painture à l'huile Aquarelle Acrylique Les Touches And, of course, we know that that means oil paint, watercolor, acrylic, and stains. I'm so sorry to any people who speak French listening right now. That was probably a little painful. And then we have, I think this is Spanish. Limpia. Limpia. Pintura al... Olio, acuarela, acrylico, manchas. Okay. Wow, we made it through. A little more familiar with Spanish, but uh, I'm still struggling. I'm actually learning Spanish right now at the moment. And it's very fun. 
Sí. Okay. Next, we have a picture or an illustration, rather, on the right side of the circle. And those words that I just read kind of bleed into a little bit, bleed into the image of this person sitting and painting a picture. He's painting a picture in plein air, which is outside. And I can tell because there's grass where his easel, or actually I can't tell if it's a man or a woman. It's just a person. Doesn't matter. It's a person with a hat on and pants and shoes and a, sh a long sleeve shirt. And they're painting like in relation to the person about a two feet by three feet piece of a panel on an easel in the grass and they're sitting on some kind of crate or probably just a chair and the line work is really nice there's a lot of lines but still I can tell what it is um, they're holding an, uh, a palette which is just a black blob, kind of. And it looks as if they're painting the landscape in front of them, which is like some trees and looks like some mountains and maybe a cabin. And they have their leg crossed over in a typical seated position. And the hat is like a cowboy hat, a brimmed hat. And... They are re reaching up to the canvas to make a mark. It's really nice. Looks like a, a calming, relaxing scene. The only other text on here says USA E dot dash U dot A dot E E dot U U dot hashtag 101 dash BJ and that is probably some kind of categorizing uh, I don't I'm not even going to speculate what all those E's and U's mean it's a mystery that we will have to accept unless you know what it means and then you can just say it out loud and pretend I can hear you Maybe I will hear you. Who knows? So that, my fine and beautiful listeners, is the Master's Brush Cleaner and Preserver. Original, B&J, specially prepared for you and me. Uh, hmm. I think that's all that I have for you today. I thought about maybe opening it and smelling it and letting you know how it smells. Maybe I will. One sec. It's a screw top lid. The smell is so evocative to me. It smells like my teenage years and college and angsty times 
in my first apartment. It's got a fresh scent, soapy, but kind of industrial smelling, like you'd find this in some kind of huge sink. Slightly lemony. Mellow, a mellow, very mellow, mild scent. I give it an A. Okay. That's it for today's podcast. I thank you all for being here and hope that you enjoyed this episode. And uh, I guess I'll just talk to you next week.